I'm often surprised when it comes to uh, the feasts of the apostles. When you do a bit of research into the apostles, it's amazing that these key figures in the early church are often so unknown. We know so little about them. Uh, There are numerous reasons for that. One, it was back in a time when not everything was documented. Uh, There weren't exactly paper trails and email traces and all all this kind of thing that we might have today to to find out things about, to find out information about someone. So uh, when it comes to a lot of the apostles, we know very, very little about them. And yet, they're the foundations of the early church. It's, 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 it's quite incredible the influence that they had on the church, the influence they've had on the church that we are now part of two millennia later. It's, it's phenomenal. St. Andrew is obviously uh, St. Peter's brother. Uh, it seems that he was a, an apostle of John. And then when John says, Behold the Lamb of God, when John points out Jesus as the Lamb of God, Andrew then searches, looks, after, looks, looks for Jesus, wants to become one of his disciples and calls his brother to do the same, calls his brother Peter to do the same. And there's something very beautiful about that, something very uh, simple about it. It's, it's, like, it's, like, uh, it's like the whole fate of the church, it's like the whole future of the church so often hung on a thread. You know, if St. Peter hadn't listened to Andrew and hadn't come to see the Messiah, if, if St. Peter had been, if he had betrayed Jesus way earlier in the story, if he had been unfaithful, if, you know, who knows? Who knows what could have gone wrong? It's like the whole future of the church so often seemed to be hanging on a thread. And yet in these crucial moments, uh, grace intervenes in the hearts of these people and they respond yes. And so there were two readings today as in there's a, there's a reading for St. Andrew Apostle uh, when he's principal patron of Scotland which by accident was the reading that got read today and then there's the actual feast of the day so the reading of today no, all good, not your fault uh, the, the reading of today the reading of, of St. Andrew Apostle um, from St. Paul to the Romans is, is it, again it's something very very simple he says something very very simple but when it's said out loud, when it's lived, it, it has such, such, such profound effects. They will not ask for the Lord's help unless they believe in him. So they won't ask unless they believe in him. They will not believe in him unless they've heard him. And they will not hear of him unless they get a preacher. And there will not be a preacher unless someone is sent. Right? So they, will, they, they won't, obviously they won't ask and they won't pray to a God unless they believe in him. Okay? But they can't believe in a God unless they've heard of him. So someone has to tell them. They won't hear about this God unless it's a preacher. And a preacher won't be preaching to people unless he's been sent there. So all these, all these, these various steps. And in all of these steps, in the way the Lord has set up the church, he calls people to do it. Basically, he calls you. We are, we can, in, in various ways and to various degrees, we all continue the work of those first apostles. You know, I'm just thinking of just as I see Kaylee there in the corner, like Kaylee with her family and with her friends, and with now when you all go home for Christmas and the people you meet, they're going to have you know they'll they'll ask the normal questions first. Well, how's things? How's the crack? All good? You enjoying yourself? All good? Yeah. And then eventually, there's going to be some little theological question or some God-related question. All of you are going to experience this, you especially. 
right? Where some friends are going to say, Do you know, uh, so uh, it's a story with a whole prayer thing. <laughs> some vague question like that, you know? What's the story with God like? You know, what's all that about? Or do you still believe in all that stuff? Or, or they may even then, maybe a little more provocatively, throw out the word cult. You know, because, of course, if anybody prays, they're in a cult. Uh, so, you know, so what's the story of that? Like, uh, how's, how's, uh, how's the cult going? And, uh, and then there's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity, okay? They, 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 they can't ask, as in they can't pray, unless they believe in a God. They can't believe in a God unless they've heard of him. They can't hear them unless there's a preacher. That's you. And the preacher, well, they will not meet one unless one is sent. Well, the Lord is sending you. So that's the last step done. The Lord has sent you. You're the preacher. Because that they can hear, because that they can believe, because that they can ask. So it, it, it's amazing how, how influential these, these first apostles were. And yet, you and I today, you and I today, we can continue their work. And who knows if we can't even be as, not, not that we're aiming to be as influential as them at all, but who knows if, if the, the effects of my life could be as, as, uh, as powerful as some of these early, early church saints. Who knows? I mean, the, the, the witness that we give, the, the effect that we have, uh, the people who hear about God because of our action, for many of you who will get married, the children you'll bring into the world, an example you'll be to them, and the effect that they will go on to have uh, to others, on others. Like, it's absolutely powerful. So I think when we think of saints, we think of what they accomplished in the church. It can seem so incredibly high, so incredibly uh, different to my reality now that we might exclude ourselves from the possibility of being apostles, of being disciples, of being missionaries. I couldn't be that good. I couldn't be that holy. And yet, as I say, in those early centuries, so many of these saints were relatively, we know very, very little about them. They had a huge impact, but we know very little about them. So how did saints do it? How did they <clears throat> become so influential? By just doing the next right thing. By just doing the next right thing. By being faithful today in what the Lord has, in what the Lord gave to them. So Andrew followed John, the Baptist. <coughs> And then when he hears John say, Behold the Lamb of God, pointing to Jesus, Andrew then goes and, and follows Jesus. And then Jesus would preach and teach and Andrew would listen and then try and put into practice what, what the Lord said. <clears throat> then the Lord's passion, death and resurrection. Afterwards, Andrew goes and preaches and teaches and eventually gives his life for the Lord, crucified in the shape of a, an X rather than the usual kind of plus a sign that we're used to see. So you see St. Andrew's cross is shaped like that. So uh, yeah, my vestments, the other, the, the white vestments that I have for my ordination, they have what's called a St. Andrew's cross on them when you have the two stripes that come down that way. Uh, so St. Andrew, so he gave his life. But, but in that, it was, it was just one right thing after the next. Just get one thing right at a time. Because, I, I mean, I'm even in contact with a few people now, alumni of ours, and they're out in the world there struggling with the faith, how to live the faith, how to, how to hold on. And it's difficult, because the, the, even these, these questions will cross their minds. Should I, is, is this even possible? Is this possible? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here, or I'm thinking of giving up the faith. <clears throat> I have no support. <clears throat> I feel alone in this. 
So if that's the price of, of following the Lord, am I willing to pay this? And it's, and it's hard and it's difficult. And sometimes even when I'm listening to their stories, I'm thinking, Janie, I mean, I don't have a global solution for, for, for the, the situation in Ireland or, or, or for their own particular situations, but, but I just, my advice generally, my, my first question is, are you praying? And then my first bit of advice is just do the next right thing. Just do the next right thing. If, if you get a call from people to go out and there are people who always get drunk, don't go with them because you know what will happen. If you have friends who are a bad influence or then you have friends who are a good influence. And this, this, this I think we've all experienced this, this as well in the past where you've got, when you, get a, when you have friends who are a good influence and then they ask you to come out and you're like, it's so easy to, to, to allow <clears throat> the tempter to say, eh, they're good friends but they're kind of boring. Whereas the lads, the boys are great fun. Do you know? But you know that that other group they, yes, may appear like great fun, but yet every time you've gone out with them, you've always regretted it. You've come home with, a, you know, inebriated and a banging head the following day and all of that. And yet, the, choose the good thing. You have, if you have an option of going to visit good friends who are a good influence on you, go to see them. So just do the next right thing, one after the other, and then you begin to find that, that things start to come good in that your, your, your life starts to, starts to work out it's not, it, it isn't by chance that, that some people just everything seems to go right and for others everything just seems to go to pot use the, the decisions I can make today use them well do the next right thing so if someone asks you to pray for them pray for them if someone needs prayer, pray for them if you're being asked to do something that you know is going to be a moral compromise, say no uh, if there's something that good that you can do, I mean, it's, it's amazing how often I have to encourage former community alumni to go to learn to drive. Learn to drive. It means then you can go visit good friends. It means you can go to visit prayer meetings. It means you can go to visit retreats without having to worry about buses and all, all that kind of thing. So is getting your driving license the next right thing? Probably. Well, go do it. Get your lessons. Start practicing. And if you fail, keep practicing and do it again. You know, it's just... Just do the next right thing. And then you get your driving license. And then you can visit prayer meetings. And now you've got a whole new circle of friends. And then things start to work out. That's, I think, what the saints did. Just do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. And then of ordinary people, like St. Andrew, just an ordinary fisherman, the Lord can, can, through them, the Lord can do great things. Through you, the Lord can do great things. Who knows if the next... Uh, St. Teresa of Lisieux is in this chapel. Who knows if the next Zélie Martin isn't in this chapel? Who knows? Do the next right thing and we'll find out. So we ask the Lord today for the prayers and intercession of St. Andrew to inspire in us, in each one of us, a great love and zeal for his name that love of Christ might urge us on to choose the next right thing. Amen.